Welcome back to another episode of Life's But a Song, a podcast that likes to live in the land of musicals. I'm your host, John, and with me today is a very special guest. She's my Rankin and Bass correspondent. It's Jessica Battles, everyone. Nope, still Emily. Oh, wait, what? (laughs) Emily? Not Jessica? It is Emily, yeah. And Jessica's not even my middle name. If you had said Anne, maybe, but no, just... Just no. Oh, damn. Oh, one of these days I'm going to get your name <laughs> one right. One of these days. But you for a minute there, I was like, oh, shit, I'm the wrong person. <laughs> Mistakes were made. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Backtrack, backtrack, control Z. Um, uh, and we're here today to talk about the one that you initially wanted to talk about. Yes, the one that I wanted Your inaugural episode, The Year Without a Santa Claus, the 1974 movie, not to be confused with the 2006 TV movie that is the same title. Too many Santa Claus enterprises out there. Which, it's the same movie, but live action. Right, right. Uh Oh. (laughs) Not as good, hot take, not as good. Oh, give me that that stop animation any day. Give me that nostalgia factor. Well, because this is a Rankin and Bass movie. Uh, The screenplay was written by William Keenan based off the book by Phyllis McGinley. Music by Maury Laws. Lyrics by Jules Bass. And this is for the most part. There are some songs that were written by other people. We'll get into that in a minute. Uh, directed by Jules Bass and Arthur, Ray- Arthur Rankin Jr. And according to IMDb, when a wary and discouraged Santa Claus considers skipping his Christmas Eve run one year, Mrs. Claus and his, and his elves, shouldn't that be like, and their elves? Anyway, uh, set out to change his mind. And the 2006 one is basically the same but it stars john goodman as santa and chris Catan. what chris Catan plays sparky who the fuck is sparky i have no idea but ethan souple who people will know as one of the bullies in uh boy meets world the bigger guy Got it. Got uh, it. He plays Frankie in that. He plays, he's credited as, uh, which one? As Jingle. As, oh my God. I was going to say, I want nothing more out of life. And please don't tell me that I'm wrong. But can can Chris Kattan as Sparky literally be like Vixen as Rover? Like, can Chris Kattan just be the reindeer dressed <laughs> up as the dog? You know what? Okay, so 2000, 2006, this movie, this TV movie comes out. Take a guess who you think plays Mrs. Claus. A wild guess. Oh my God. You will <gasps> never get it. Julia Roberts. <laughs> it may as well be. It was the one and only Delta Burke. <laughs> Shut up. 
I think we need to like Mrs. Watch. Claus was Southern. <laughs> it's not technically a musical, but like maybe if I watch it and there's some musical moments, I might be like, "Hey, battles, you got to come <laughs> back and talk about come this back. bonkers movie." Um, but because you, know, you only deal with fairy tale and like folklore creatures. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's 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 parallel to the Rankin and Bass one, so that's 100%. where I was going. Plus, you already kind of covered it, so I think it'd be hilarious if you cover I the quote-unquote remake because it's. It, I mean, they're based off the same children's book. Yes, 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 yes. Although, uh, not to spoil my own surprise, uh, but I I did do like a, a live action Dreamcast uh for for this movie uh ah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm excited to share that later oh why don't you share that now since we're kind of talked about a live action version of it already okay cool 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 uh so mrs claus should come to uh shock to no one it, it's angela lansbury uh the 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 claymation model of her is pretty much spot on so why why mess with perfection um i did do like a a kind of hollywood santa list i i consulted that and then just like from those actors who had portrayed santa at one point or another just kind of like which which actor slash santa would like be best suited for this particular piece and i went with uh ed asner from the santa from elf <laughs> okay yes yes and uh jingle john c Riley. again kind of a no-brainer obviously hold hold on to your pants here not because he's necessarily uh an actor or like would have the uh out there of a personality but in terms of looks it's fucking spot on tom petty as uh as jangle can I propose somebody as in sure. the running? Sure. Sean, Sean Hayes. Yeah, but that, but the 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 shock of blonde hair that's just kind of like long and hippy dippy. I just think he looks so much like Tom Petty. <laughs> I, that I can see, but I was thinking more of like who would work well. Uh, so Tom Petty will be the physical character, and then he can just voice the character. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he can do the dub. <laughs> Then uh, James Woods would be uh, uh, Snowmiser. Oh, uh, Snowmiser. <laughs> yes, hundred percent. He's canceled, but like again, this is Dreamcast. Um, and then Heat Heatmiser would be Jason Alexander. Obviously, yes. Uh, Iggy would be a, a young uh, Thomas Brody uh, Stanger, like uh, Love Actually kind of age, not Queen's Gambit age. Got it. And then uh, I had Imelda Staunton, who is probably best known for uh, Dolores Umbridge from Harry Potter as Mother Nature. Okay, I'm that ready. Is, that is my dream cast. I will give you twenty dollars, uh, so you can start creating this. Great. Uh, first, it might take more to exhume Tom Petty. <laughs> R.I.P. Loved him so much. I that mean, might be. <laughs> That we could the... just do a seance and yeah. be like, Tom Petty, be here at this time so we can film your scenes. Okay, Don't bye. back down. Free fall with us. <laughs> and I'm free. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> you may. You may. Um, so in your opinion, though, do you feel like this is the same Santa from uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town? 
Well, the the thing that I was kind of struck with in Santa Claus uh, is coming to town that I, I recall is the fact that like, I believe I said like, oh, you you always picture Santa as kind of like jolly and jovial and sweet and kind. And like this guy too, it's complete curmudgeon. Like mm-hmm. just kind of like get off my lawn kind of Santa. So like, I think in that aspect, they're very, they're very much on the same vein. It's just being kind of like, well i don't know like you know just like a little bit more stern and again curmudgeonly is like the best adjective i think it can come up with i don't know if you remember but mickey rooney did voice santa claus in the santa claus is coming to town He, he absolutely did and i was reading um jessica mrs claus Ergo, why I called you that name in right. Santa Claus is Coming to Town did have red hair, and so there are highlights of red in this set in this Mrs. Claus. So I was just like, I mean, canonically red, is safe. Cano- I mean, and it's also Rankin and Bass. So that's why I was just like, I mean, present day the multiverse is being examined in a lot of film and television. So maybe that's where my mind went where I was like, okay, so like maybe this is just an alternative Santa. I'm here for it. It's still Santa, but it's not like you had to follow the one movie to get to this one. Right. 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 Cause it's, it does seem like two very different stories. Yes. So the fact that it's Santa in both of them, where one is the, his origin origin story and the other is this <laughs> what we're talking about now i just feel like i feel like they're just two separate entities yes in in dr strange's portal this they both exist on mm-hmm. one of the timelines yes yes um where were, i had a thought and i literally just lost it oh welcome to my life oh boy it's like farts in the wind thoughts <laughs> <laughs> um how did, what did you think of this movie? Like, th- was this your childhood movie? Yes, very much so. Um, and I did enjoy it infinitely more than the other one, uh, just because it's what I wanted. It's truly like what I wanted. Um, I, I think overall, I like the songs a lot more. I mean, you have Santa Claus is Coming to Town, obviously from the previous movie, but um, there are like really traditional kind of Christmas songs in this too, uh, in fact. And then of Good Lord, those, those heat mice are the, the, the miser songs. They are absolute bops. Well, so um, while it, watching it, I was waiting for some makeup influencer to do makeup. Yes. hundred <laughs> percent. Um, joke. Yes. <laughs> Landed. 10 out of Landed. 10. Uh, uh, yeah. I was. Enjoyed it. Oh, so have you ever heard of. Uh, yes, Virginia. There's a Santa Claus? Yes. Yes. Do you feel like this story is similar to that article in a way? I don't know, because it seems like... In, it seems like in that article, it like it's more about like convincing the the people that Santa Claus is like worth keeping in their hearts... And mm-hmm. like, kind of um, keeping the series uh, season like uh, merry and like full of love and all all that. And I think it's, um, I think in this particular instance, it's more like 
convincing Santa that he's worth it. I only thought that because when they sing I Could Be Santa Claus, mm-hmm. um, it felt... Very, okay, so for the backtrack. I'm going to backtrack for a second. For those of you who don't know, uh, Yes, Virginia, There's a Santa Claus is a famous article uh, out of The Sun, which was a New York-based newspaper uh, in 1897, it's that old. Eight year old Virginia O'Hanlon wrote to the newspaper basically saying, uh, My parents, my dad tells me that anything I read in the paper has to be true. So, dear paper, is Santa Claus real? And, and what the writer does, you all need to read this if you haven't. It's, it's beautiful. A, it's a beautiful letter, like, article letter if i don't know what to call it exactly uh that op-ed. this ed <laughs> op ed that this writer ha- uh responds to her letter by basically saying like santa's in everyone whether or not is there's a real person is not really the quote is not what is whatever but like the joy of santa and being kind and giving presents to people and all that is in everyone so yes there is a Santa Claus. And so oh, I just got choked up. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm super paraphrasing and glossing over things. It's beautiful article. But like when Mrs. Claus donned the suit, I was like, oh, are they making a reference to this? Yeah. Honestly, and speaking of alternative universes, and I thought this on uh, on my second watch well the this most recent watch though I should say um that I wish there was there was a movie where she does take on the role and like how that changes her and maybe how she relates to the children differently or like you know like I want to see that movie where she actually does go out and like perform the duties of Santa because from the back she looked pretty convincing I mean, she even says, she even says it like, I look convincing. I just won't show them my face. Yeah. I just won't turn around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like slap on a fake beard. You got it. That's the other thing. She's like, oh, my curls are showing. I was just like, they have, they have like facial, fake facial hair. I'm sure. Like have the elves construct some like sort of like situation for you out of cotton balls and you're golden. Yes. Yeah. 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 So uh, this movie has 10 songs in it. Which I think has is more, I don't yeah. remember, than um, uh, uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. Uh, it features such songs as Sleigh Ride, which was uh, music by Leroy Anderson and lyrics by Mitchell Parrish. Uh, the, t- the titular song, The Year Without a Santa Claus, is written by Billy Hayes and Jay Johnson. And Billy Hayes and Jay Johnson also wrote Blue Christmas. And then Here Comes Santa Claus, which happens at the end, is written by Gene Autry and Oakley Haldeman. I don't know. Sure. Sure. But I know Blue Christmas as Elvis's cover. <laughs> I legit forgot that this was in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, like, I think we watched Santa Claus is Coming to Town more... As I watched more that one as kid as a kid than this one, but I have seen this one, and yes, I was singing the Miser songs along with them. Cause yeah, because you cannot. You're you're a garbage human being and no friend of mine if you don't at least hum along or whistle along to the Miser songs. I mean, it's it's every it, it had a resurgence on 
uh, social media, like yes. I said, with the makeup influencers doing their faces as both misers, um, which they're code, they're queer coded. Yes. I would say so. Yeah. At least the heat miser. Yes, 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 yes. I, I would argue both of them. But again, it's just like, oh, any bachelor who didn't like settle down. <laughs> well, no, the heat miser was serving some sass. I'm not going yes, to lie to you. Yes, 1,000%. I mean, I and he, he was one the, girlfriend away from being like, yeah, you are gay. <laughs> and I think, I think Snow Miser too. That he, just had, he, he wasn't as overtly sassy, but he was just like, uh, oh, I don't know. Oh, what's yeah. the word? Yeah. There's yeah. a je ne sais quoi. A je, a je ne sais quoi. Uh, but <laughs> this movie is insane. It's so, like, Santa Claus is coming to town. Uh, yes, it's animated. Yes, it's about Santa Claus. But at least it felt a little grounded. Yes, there's the winter warlock and magic. But, like. This is a fever dream. <laughs> or a snow dream, depending on your... <laughs> an icy fever dream wait there is a pun in here that i thought was absolutely brilliant and they they kind of like gloss over it really quick but (laughs) the snow biz delighted me to know it yes so good so good uh when when they sing i believe in santa claus i literally wrote down did america write the song too (laughs) because <laughs> i was listening to it i was like is this a reject from the last unicorn <laughs> to be fair america did not write any of the songs they were yes. just simply performed <laughs> well but like yes it sounds no, it's like very much in that same vein that's it yeah i'm sorry i i forgot that they didn't write it it's been so long <laughs> <laughs> A whole month. (laughs) Well, no. Expected to remember. Well, no. It's Christmas in July. This is right. This is literally out five months before Christmas. Oh my God! That halfway point. Mark your calendars, kids. Oh, it's almost here. It's less than halfway. We're getting ready for the sales. The sales are coming up, everyone. My eyes are bleeding. (laughs) I can't. Uh. Um. So. I also wrote down Santa works one day a year. Why does he need a vacation? Like he's not toiling in the sweatshop with the elves. Like truly, what is he doing the other 364 days a year? Is he like the foreman? Does he have to like take on like the supervisor role for the workshop? Like what you doing, bud? I mean, he's supposed to be judging people and checking his list twice, but like, you know, he has an assistant to do that. Absolutely. He's Absolutely. like, I'm, I'm going to take a nap. You, Bangle, because apparently everyone needs a goal name. <laughs> Bang, Bangle, you're going to check the list twice today. Goodbye. Night. Night. Uh, and Mrs. Claus, what a wild woman. Who is actually the lead of this movie? Uh, Vixen. <laughs> 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 full stop yeah i uh i don't know um yeah honestly if, if we were had to like really lock down a protagonist i would have to say mrs claus she gets mm. shit done she just i think she out does. of everyone she just get leave it to the woman <laughs> we get shit done <laughs> yes i mean she's the one that 
uh, organizes the meet. I thought the my I f- didn't realize the misers were weren't in the movie that much. Yeah, they just left such an impression on me. But it's literally like two seconds of a scene. Yeah, they get they get like a ten minute chunk of the of the fifty minute movie. I feel like yeah, not even have- ten minutes. I have to say something kind of backtracking slightly to Mrs. Claus. So I found this really interesting because when, whenever I was listening it to the first, uh, listening to it for the first time, um, like, I just remember like, oh, Mrs. Claus can't sing. Like, here we are with like another, first of all, she has like the quintessential, like ubiquitous old lady voice. And I want to know who's the first person who decided that everyone over the age of 70 should sound like this. <laughs> this is everywhere. Um, and then I'm just like, oh, why, why don't they hire singers? So these songs sound good. And then I look at her, her bio and Shirley Booth is like a famous Broadway actress. Uh, I guess theater doesn't equate to like musical theater, but I'm just like, what is, what is with them? And just like having some like really subpar singers in some of their pieces. That's like, um, crap. What's her name? I'm going to cut this. I mean, I, I don't understand why why she has to yeah i agree with you she sounds so old and santa doesn't until he until he does the laugh right but like yeah it's mickey rudy yeah 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 i i don't i don't know but mickey rooney singing kind of hurt hurt my soul a little bit yeah 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 because not I think I think it of everyone like I think the mayor might have like in terms of like a gift <laughs> I think I enjoyed his like singing voice the most I mean I didn't hate Shirley, Shirley Booth singing it didn't offend me let's put it that way but like yeah I, w- I would agree the um it's gonna snow right here in Dixie <laughs> why why are all southerners assholes like, it just doesn't matter, like, what property we're talking about for the most part. It's like, oh, we're down south. Yeah, those people are <laughs> I mean, complete dicks. <laughs> are they wrong? I mean, not necessarily. Not necessarily. Are we still, are, are people still bitter over the Civil War? I don't know. But the, the scariest thing in that movie is that grand dame with, like, that cat who you think it's like a little stole. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, what's happening? The muff was a cat. With the whole time. The, the, whole, t- the muff, whole time. <laughs> the this woman, this random woman who has like two lines, is holding a muff. First of all, it is sunny out. It is probably like a a crisp 60 degrees, maybe, maybe more, maybe 70. It famously does not snow in Southtown, USA. In Southtown, USA. And this woman has a orange muff that is then revealed to be a cat. <laughs> I lost my shit. Although, and then I remembered, ah, Reagan and Bass. Remember Jessica's song in, <laughs> yes. in Santa Claus is Coming to Town and what a wild and trippy ride that was. I also like, again, this, this uh, kind of... Uh, furthers their their trope for lack of a better word of like just real weird animal sounds like the reindeer yeah. fully just neigh 
and it 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 is like <laughs> it is wild is to listen. That to. the sound it made. I just thought it coughed. I, I think at one point there's like a I can't even begin to do it. Like it's sort of like in in uh, South Park, make the sound of a dying giraffe. Like whoa. <laughs> 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 yeah that one like a wookie in a way yeah i it, it's not i don't know what a reindeer sounds like but i will put my life savings that it's not that so what do you think is wilder in this movie the muff that turns into a cat or when the heat misers melts the moon i mean <laughs> Uh, clearly melting the moon takes melting, the cake there yeah. that's not even a fair comparison <laughs> during his song he melts the moon and i was like what is happening am i stoned right now did i take an edible an accident <laughs> well famous the moon is made of cheese <laughs> oh, well yeah, my best harry carry <laughs> uh, tangent i mean so it so the whole one of the story, one of the storylines in this movie. Well, that's what I was going to ta- say in terms of like the uh, the 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 plot summa- plot summation is like, oh, that's not even happening. <laughs> no, because uh, Vixen gets a whole plot line, and like they talk about how uh, reindeer don't do well in warm weather, or is it because she's a a a, a young reindeer is that she doesn't have she's not quite up to snuff in terms of her immune system yet so the the heat is the heat has gotten to her because then i was just wondering it is so sad though like you do feel so bad for that poor the poor little deer with like socks on its face it looks so stupid and must be at one point uh how do people not know that that's socks yeah, she's just looking around like humans are dumb. Like <laughs> she just has this incredulous look on her face. It's like, oh my god, these so, jabronis. So then, like, how do reindeer fare in warmer weather climates when Santa delivers presents? That's that. These are questions that I need answered. So Santa, if you're listening, come on the pod and answer. <laughs> oh God, I actually said that. Oh no. I will say. Uh, speaking of speaking of Vixen and when she meets the constable, I think my favorite line from a movie, perhaps ever now, is <laughs> he yells at the elves for riding a Vixen the wrong way down a one-way street. That is, that is insane. That, this is a children's movie, kids. Someone cackled with delight as well, they penned that line. Please well, so say. Th- this is a children's movie, but like, is Santa depressed? Is that the whole point? Really? Yeah, he yeah, he doesn't have a cold. He just he can't get out of bed. Cause like um He needs they, some old bridge in. He, <laughs> he says that he has a cold and he can't get out of bed, but like he's also trying to find the Christmas spirit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I feel like Santa is just depressed and Mrs. Claus is trying everything to help him fight that depression. They needed Kate Bush's running up that hill. Oh my God. He would have been spry as a youngin if he had only had if that. If he had Kate Bush playing oh in God. his ears. Uh, but like, don't you, don't you, I know you, you're hiding and you, you, you don't have a lot of interaction with the people that you are bringing uh, gifts to, but like, aren't you warmed like in your heart by like the cookies that are left out and the notes and like, you know, just do you not get some sense that you're making a difference? 
at all? Or is it yeah. just, I guess that's only one night a year and you can forget, you know, if one good, things ha- good thing happens to you out of like 365 well, days. And this is supposed to be during like the Victorian era. Because yeah. you can like base that off of their, um, the architecture in Southtown as well as the clothes that they wear. Uh, so he's been doing this for however many years at this point. 1800 Seven. years. <laughs> Yeah, that's more like it. I mean, he, you, you tend, after 1800 years, I mean, you probably want to feel a little appreciative. Like, especially people are that, like, whatever, flippant about it, where they're like, oh, Santa, not real. Fuck Christmas. We're just going to hang out. Well, vis-a-vis, okay, so there's there's no Santa and you don't care about them. I don't know. Maybe I was just like a materialistic little fuck still am, but like no presence. Like, even if you don't care about Santa, do you not care about like him delivering your gifts? Like, well, that's not, <laughs> where do you think that happened? Point of Santa Claus, I think is what they're trying to oh. at least solidify here. <laughs> Oops. Oopsies. <laughs> yeah. I was I, like presents. Pre- <laughs> you, weird, you weirdos. <laughs> you, you weird ones. He's, God, this movie is wild. I love it. Although I'm not going to lie. I didn't feel as much joy as I did when I watched um, Santa Claus is coming to town. I still feel some sort of like joy and happiness and everything, but like, I don't know, I guess because that one, I have more of a childhood attachment to it than this one. Yeah. I, I think it's the exact opposite for me. I just, I've seen this one a lot more and Again, this, the nostalgia factor here was so much higher that I think that was part of the um, the draw. And honestly, I, I like the songs better. Are you on like cloud nine right now and you're just going to have a perfect day? Oh my God, yes. I'm going to grab coffee after this, meet a friend, and then I have a housewarming party. Uh, play the play the Heat Miser song. You you <laughs> do not tempt me, Frodo. I will do it so fast. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not telling you not to do it. <laughs> Uh, speaking of speaking of names, how about that for a segue? Can we talk about Ignatius Thistlewhite and how that might be the Benedict Cumberbatch of America? <laughs> like, who even? Who greenlit this? Who greenlit this? <laughs> who said yes? <laughs> I wonder though. So um, the children's book that this is based off of, ah. uh, apparently by Phyllis McGinley. Apparently, they do follow a lot of what is in it and like they stick true to it which i mean is kind of rare in a way because for sure yeah uh like it just seems like they follow everything somewhat i don't know i've never have you ever read it have you read it no 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 Uh, but yeah i mean this movie was Oh, oh so uh, partway through the movie, especially when it come when they met the heat miser and snow miser and everything, I was just like, did the animators just like give up moving their mouths? Because they were just like, m- their mouth would move every third word. It felt like, yeah, there's like this weird V or like triangle that kept happening. Like, it, yeah, it reminded me a little bit of like early South Park where yes. they had like three shapes. <laughs> They had like the gritted teeth, the V, and then a, and then like a smiley face. And I was just yeah. like, did you guys just give up? Did you run out of money? What happened? Yeah. 
Uh, and I remember there were some like weird frames where like it was just like the heat miser's hair. I was like, oh, you just didn't want to animate his face in this frame. <laughs> I, I love that he eats cotton candy. Yes. That's supposed to be a fireball. That's cute. I really do like the designs of them. Like, oh my God. Their outfits, they're so like foppish and like amazing. Yeah. And the like they used uh, fabric that had some like sparkle in it for yeah. the heat miser to show like light and fire and everything, I guess. I don't know. And Ignatius has like, the giantest buttons on his, like proportionally. Yeah. For in really, in, realistically they're like shirt buttons but like if you're thinking of this kid as a human his buttons would be like the size of his head his mom fully had to dress him there's no way those little fingers could make that work tiny tiny claymation fingers can close it oh my god battles maybe they just have snaps like on the underside it's just like a a tearaway shirt (laughs) they actually just tied it in the back yeah you never, you see, never see Ignatius, <laughs> unlike Mrs. Claus and Santa's outfit. You never see Ignatius from the back. Also, Mrs. Claus, like, what's her deal? She tells Jingle and Jangle to go do a, on a secret mission. And then three seconds after they leave, she spills the beans to Santa. I, I think in, when you've been married that long, like, you just don't keep secrets. <laughs> Is that, just brutal honesty at all times. That's why they're still together. It feels like, though, it takes, like, they have, what, like, a two-hour head start when yeah. Santa finally leaves, and it takes him, like, a day and a half to finally catch up to them, and it's like, how? Oh, and then, then they're like, oh, Mrs. Claus, and then she's just, like, there. <laughs> Instantaneously. How? She's, like, flu powder. <laughs> the, Oh, God. When she showed up on that little sleigh instead of riding the reindeer, I was like, you know what? That's a baller move to be like, bitch, I'm not sitting on this reindeer. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get chafed. I'm going to, I got I got to think of my dress. <laughs> it would be funny if she like fully came in side saddle too. That would have been another interesting choice. But I do, I do appreciate like she has like, like his and hers sleighs. Yes. <laughs> it's so wild oh my god this movie has a little more like adult lines to it yeah 100 percent. um but it's still very childlike and very much for children yeah i and i i so appreciate things like that and i think that um this has come a long way in terms of like modern animation but like i i love that children can like view media on one level but then there are like certain jokes that like adults will get like snicker at so like you can kind of enjoy it together on two different levels and then as you grow up and revisit though you're like oh my god well that's funny that I didn't get um so I do I do enjoy that aspect of it that you can you you have different levels of understanding as you age also I want to know who heat miser and snow and snow misers daddies are (laughs) because if they're supposed to be step brothers yeah so father, father, father time and uh, Mars, Mars. Yeah, I was it Poseidon. I don't know. Let's get another planet on this. 
Faddles, is there anything else you want to talk about before we get into sharp and flat? Um, I, yeah, I was going through my notes and I just, again, just like a, a moment that gave me like pause that kind of delighted me is the fact that he's like, so Santa makes a, an entire living, a, a full life, an endless life of like sneaking around, uh, you know, just like trying not to be seen being like, you know, all surreptitious. And like the one time he's confronted, he's like, oh, my name is Klaus. I was like, Klaus, yeah. You didn't have an alias on the ready. Like no one's like, you've never thought of like having like, oh, just in case I found out, like, here's my backstory. He had a diff. What was the name that they gave him in? No, they did give him Santa. It was Klaus. Yeah. It was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So at least that was consistent too throughout the, the quote unquote multiverse. But again, I thought that was very funny. Um, also, the dad didn't recognize Santa. Oh, right. Right, right, right. Like, come on. If you have, if, if it was that impactful and you meet this man who is the same. <laughs> Maybe. Physically, he looks the same. I mean, He's in a different red suit, but he looks like if if you if you gave that image to literally anyone, they would be like, "Oh, that's Santa Claus." <laughs> you know? Yeah, or or because like you see the flashback in that song, um, "I Believe in Santa Claus." Yes, where he, the dad's a kid and sees Santa, and then he sees this old man in his kitchen, and it's like huh. cannot make that connection. Yeah. Connect the dots. Also, the what's really funny, if you watch it again, well, when you watch it again, yeah. um, during that song, you'll see the mother's head bob, but like there is no female voice in the song. That's so, right. So, Easter egg. So she's clearly moving her head along as if she's singing along with her husband and Santa, well, Mr. Klaus, but there is no female voice or at least i couldn't hear a female voice i'll say i Um, didn't catch that but now i want to (laughs) revisit yes uh any other notes anything else no i think that i think that just about covers it um oh last question yeah this is just my logical brain so i know that like he say santa saves vixen and is like i gotta bring her back to the north pole but the um dog catcher tells him that like he sent jingle and jangle to the mayor um why doesn't santa just like pop by to the mayor's office and be like uh where my bitch is at or the yes that and the other thing was like oh the judge is gonna have his way with them whenever their trial like whatever and then like you didn't take them into custody. And then we never hear, like, we never hear about the judge. So it's just like, that was like a weird, empty threat to throw out there. And then also, he took Vixen. So all he had to do was find Jingle Jangle and Mrs. Claus. Oh, Jingle Jangle. Uh, <laughs> Riverdale. Well, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern of the, the Christmas story. <laughs> they, they, he just needed to find the three of them and be like, uh, so you don't have to do any sort of mafia deals anymore. We're done. I got Vixen, so we're just bouncing. But, but I mean, I guess their mission was still to prove to Santa that he was worth something. So in terms of that, like, their mm. job wasn't done. Right, but the mission to save Vixen is done. Yes, so. yes, yes, yes. 
and they already have Ig- Ignatius on their side. So you got somebody. Yeah. Hey, Santa, this kid likes you. This kid likes you. And we'll make him convince everyone else. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, Battles, let's get into Sharp and Flat, shall we? Done. Sharp. Flat. So in this section, we're going to highlight some moments, whether or not we talked about it. If we liked it, it's sharp. And if we didn't like it or thought it could change, it's flat. And boy, howdy. I did have some trouble finding some flats. Uh, I found some, but... Uh, why don't you start battles with your sharps? Okay, my sharps, uh, the songs. Uh, not only the the songs that were like, quote unquote, meant for the movie that that furthered the plot along. I forget what that term is. Um, but also just like, like I I went back and listened to just the audio. And like, I, I sang along with Blue Christmas. I sang along with like Sleigh Ride. Um, oh, for those of you who don't know who... Uh, I don't know if I mentioned it last time I'm in a caroling company. So like, I just enjoy like Christmas music in general. Um, so that was, that was fun to kind of like sing along to. And then of course, I, I know it's sort of like the last unicorn. I keep talking about the same thing, but uh, the heat miser or the, uh, the miser songs are, are just, they are the reason for the season for me. <laughs> they are. I, I forgot that there was like a scene in between them because I'm so used to seeing them on TikTok. Yeah. With the with the makeup influencers and all that. So like I thought they happened really close, like back to back. I didn't realize yeah. there was a whole they did one scene and then the other one. Yeah. And then another uh another sharp for me would be like the fact that it does kind of like turn the Christmas story on its head. Like I do like that ultimately like all the kids make it to the North pole. They make their little like pilgrimage and he gets presents. So it was, and you know, he gets, he gets his day off. So I, I do appreciate that. Like there is that like little, little spin on the traditional tale. Um, I thought that was actually kind of creative. Um, and what is my third one? I don't know. I, I guess, yes. Yes, exactly. Um, I think, I think I kind of like appreciated the relationship of like Mr. and Mrs. Claus uh, mm. a lot more. Um, I I really did kind of like their dynamic and it just seems like, even though it's not like, it's not like perfect and they're not like all lovey-dovey, like <laughs> this is like a very adult take on it. But I'm just like, it, you can see the work that they do and like the, the compromise uh, and like how they relate to each other. And I just, <laughs> I kind of thought it was sweet. <laughs> I I mean, yeah, it's it's nice that a movie about Santa and he's not the lead. It's Mrs. Claus that is yeah. taking the reins in a way. Um my sharps are stupid. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. Impossible. For instance, I sharped the the cat muff because <gasps> I lost my mind. Um, I also sharp the sassy doctor at the beginning. Yes. You know, you know, Miss Thing was like, what was like snap again, queer coded. Uh, and then my, my last sharp is really dumb, but, uh, in the song, uh, it's gonna snow right here in Dixie. Uh, you see a background person dresses dressed up as Charlie Chaplin's tramp character. And I laughed so hard at that. 
That is the coolest little Easter egg ever. That, do you do you know what I'm talking about? Have, yes. Yeah. yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I mean, like, the, the story is nice. I did like the Miser songs, too. You know what? Yeah. I'm going to add them. They're, they're as sharp as well. Um, but, like, that's a given. That was a given sharp. Right. Sure, sure, sure. Right okay. In that, in that sense, then, I, I do like, and I, I kind of said this before, but, like, I do like the fact that women get shit done in this. Like, a Mrs. Yes. Claus and Mother Nature, like, everything would be, like, in turmoil if they hadn't been like, all right, no, 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 no I can fix this. Um, so I do like, it was like kind of a, a bitches take charge moment. I mean, I feel like also your casting for both women, you could, they could play either a role and it'd Absolutely. be perfect. Absolutely. I mean, Angela would get a, so- a couple songs if she was Mrs. Claus, but like, I mean, Imelda can also sing. She was in, yeah. she was in Gypsy for fuck's sake in the West End. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. Do you have any flags? Oh God, I feel bad saying it now, but I really, really did it like uh, <laughs> Mrs. Claus's singing voice. It took me so out of it. And it's the first thing you hear. And it, it just like, it made me, and even though I knew the music, there was that moment of like, oh no. <laughs> Dory, I wrote down Mickey Rudy, his singing voice. Yeah. Boy, that was rough. I'm so happy that dad came in and saved the song, but like, oh boy, that big that big opening of I believe in Santa Claus. I was just like, this is this is gonna be hard. Yeah. Uh I would say another thought for me. Um, and I know this is a children's movie, and like you have to kind of like suspend uh belief or like whatever, but uh like I it really bothers me that everyone is so dumb. Like <laughs> like oh my god that's not a dog like just the fact that everyone is just like so i don't know preoccupied with their own shit that they can't like open their eyes but um yeah almost inconceivable to me It, it it sucks there's socks there's there's no way that those are ears yeah like i'm gonna arrest you but like you can go (laughs) um so really Mickey Rooney singing is like my in-universe flat, my semi-meta flat. So meta I, flat. I was hoping you would said meta flat. My meta flat. Um, so I watched this on Tubi, which is a free, like sort of streaming service that has commercials in it. And I flatted the fact that Tubi doesn't recognize that this movie has built-in commercial breaks and so they would have they would plop the commercials like whenever and i was like guys just like go a little more and you'll see there's a blackout and that's supposed to be when the commercials happen because this was a tv movie for fuck's sake yeah actually that reminds me of a a note that i made and I, i guess it kind of does it rings true as a rings true as a flat the fact that there's like this this huge uh, moment of like uh, uncertainty and tension, like whenever Vixen falls out of the sky and like right above the territory of the, like, the heat miser and the and the snow miser, and like there's that battle going on, and then like you come back from commercial break and it's like, and 
and she was fine. Nothing, literally nothing happened. <laughs> just like, way to build up tension and immediately. <laughs> just... I, mean, I guess that was just a Rankin and Bass thing. Because if you think about yeah. um, uh, Santa Claus is coming to town, there was also a cutoff when we first meet the Winter Warlock. And it's like, he's evil and, and scary music happening. And we come back from commercial and he's the nicest guy ever. He's yeah. like, yeah. I'm sorry for scaring you. What's <laughs> what's wrong, everyone? Which was a flat for that movie for me as well. Yeah. So yeah, I guess I just don't like that. <laughs> so the commercial, the, the drama before the commercial breaks yeah. and then the, the lack of immediate res, Yeah, immediate resolution. Yeah don't don't enjoy that uh would you add any of the songs to your life's playlist besides the miser one do we have to ask i mean honestly like i said uh i love blue christmas uh i love um uh here comes santa claus i love sleigh ride as well uh so yeah uh all of those traditional christmas ones um and then yeah, no, no, no songs were bad, really. But like, I would say it's like the traditional songs that I know, and then the ones I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I would say besides the misers, uh, this rendition of Blue Christmas, yeah. I think I like it more of a, uh, that it's a child singing it rather than like the Elvis one, classic. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. like a child singing it makes. It gives it different stakes, if you yeah. will. It almost makes it even more heartbreaking. Yes. So. Yeah. And um, I think, I, I mean, I know, I know she's whatever, but like, I could be Santa Claus in terms of like, the song, like what the yes. meaning of, um, more so than the actual singing or music or anything, I'm going to add that to my life's playlist. Uh, and before we get into plugs, Battles, did you know that there's a sort of sequel to this movie? Was that on the Wikipedia? No. 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 So no. Watch, watching it on Tubi, the, after, after the uh, movie was done, they come up with suggestions. And there's this one called a miser brothers christmas you shut your mouth i they got a spin-off they have a spin-off it came out in 2008 and according to like the tubi blurb buckle up santa claus and the mischievous brothers heat miser and snow miser are the targets of yuletide treachery in the animated delight a miser brothers christmas that sneaky blowhard north wind schemes to sabotage santa's new super sleigh take the christmas eve gift giving journey himself and blame the squabbling misers for any holiday mishaps oh no ho ho Will Northwind's naughty plot work, or can the Miser Brothers somehow save Christmas? Does it have music? Uh, it uh, it doesn't say it in here. Let me check the IMDb real quick. Because if I'm, it does, I think we know what we're doing. Next. <laughs> uh, yes, it's it's computer animated. They look crazy. <gasps> Mickey Rooney is still Santa in it. And George S. Irving is still Heat Miser. Is still Heat Miser. 
Uh, Snowmiser is played by Juan Chiron, Chiron, uh, who isn't the original. Um, Rankin and Bass have zero attachment to it, except they wrote, except they play the Snowmiser song again. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yeah, well, I mean, I'll watch it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> my may- maybe we'll cover it. My maybe curiosity. we'll cover it, but like, I just wanted to. It's on Tubi for free, oh, so done. um, I just wanted to point that out because this is insane. <laughs> like, I, I didn't, I didn't think it needed a sequel. I mean, th- that can be said about a lot of movies, but like what i think i think spinoff here is maybe like yeah i think that's more palatable in terms of a term oh god uh but battles we're done with this episode is there anything you would like to plug and or promote oh gosh um yeah still doing some fun stuff with the cast eye podcast um if you are a dnd fan um uh oh i actually have a show coming up um (laughs) let me find out when uh it's running at the secret theater in uh in queens new york so if you're in the new york city or tri-state area pop on over to to wherever that is uh it used to be long island city but they moved um and uh it's it's not a secret it is not a secret it is out uh, please go to the venue, even if it's not to see the show, they, they do really cool, like kind of, um, small th- theater, indie playwrights, that sort of thing. Uh, July 12th, 1926th and August 2nd at 7 30 PM T- tickets can be procured at thesecrettheater.com, uh, starring myself and Jill Maynard, uh, directed by Marcus Gibralto. And the playwright is Vivian C. Lermond. So, Majority of those performances would have already happened by the time this episode comes out. <laughs> right. So come see August 2nd's production. <laughs> yes. What's the name of the play or oh, the, work? The Memory of Madness. Oh, it's a, wait, is it a theater or like a cabaret hall? A cabaret it, it's a theater. It's there. Okay. It's a proper theater. I mean, it's not you know, Broadway uh, size, but yeah. Right. But yeah, off Broadway. Off Broadway theater. Yeah. yeah. Okay. August 2nd. Okay. Tickets available where? Uh, the uh, just tickets at secrettheater.com. And where can people like follow you and your adventures and everything? Um, on Twitter and uh, on Instagram, I can be found at mbats. That's E M B A T T Z. Uh, and then on Facebook, I'm just me, uh, Emily Battles. Not Jessica. Not Jessica. Not Jessica. Okay. Although I'm, I'm thinking of, I do like the ring to it. I might switch it. Uh, I'll try it on for size. <laughs> this is a dead horse that I'm going to beat forever because that was a, a a true mistake on my part and we're going to make it. I love it. Make I'm it your stick. Uh, and if you like the stick or if you liked uh, this movie, uh, the, the Year Without a Santa Claus, uh feel free to reach out and tell me your your thoughts and opinions on it uh you can email me at but us you can email me at but us on pod at gmail.com i'm also on facebook instagram twitter and tiktok at but us on pod show me your rendition of the miser songs i mean 
Consider or share it. your favorite influencer version of it. Or share your favorite makeup influencer of it. And if you want to be part of the next episode's conversation, we're going to be talking about it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. I'm not kidding. That's, a, that's an actual thing. That's, a, that's an actual thing. And we are talking about I cannot about wait it. to listen. Uh, I believe it's on YouTube. So if you want to watch it first, you can. Uh, not sponsored by Tubi or YouTube yet. Hint, Get on hint, it. Get hint, on hint, it, Tubi. <laughs> hint, hint, Tubi and YouTube and anywhere else. Uh, but Battles, thank you so much. I believe you're coming back soon. If not, we're going to have to figure that out. Uh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Maybe, you know maybe. you you know I'm still gunning for that, uh, that Rankin and Bass version of either Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit. <laughs> I know. I have to watch it's a big it. ask. It's a big ask. All right. Well, we will fig- we will figure it out. But until then, have a wonderful musical day, everyone. And happy Christmas in July. Bye Woo-hoo! for now if you celebrate it. Bye. Special thanks to Justin Johnson for creating the podcast's artwork and to Nick Bombasino for composing the theme song and the jingles in this podcast. And thank you to CastBox for hosting this podcast. Bye again, everyone, and have a musical day.